Welcome to Ladies Who Love Christ, where we love to encourage you to build intimacy with Christ. We'll bring you insights and teachings to help you grow in your walk with Jesus, ultimately becoming the strong, godly woman you were created to be. Here's Ashley Pope Todorova. Hi, ladies. This is Ashley Pope Todorova with Ladies Who Love Christ, and I'm so excited to be here today with you. Today's segment's going to be a little bit different. We are going to be walking through uh, cultivating godly perseverance. What does it mean to persevere in a godly and God-honoring way versus persevering in a worldly way. So we're going to unpack that a little bit today. But before we do, I have some really exciting announcements to share with you. Uh, Ladies Who Love Christ is kicking off our next Bible study on January 30th, right there in Ladies Who Love Christ Bible Study Ministry. We are going to be walking through A Woman After God's Own Heart by Elizabeth George. Again, that kicks off January 30th. If you're interested, uh, go to ladieswholovechrist.com and let us know. We would love to plug you in there and uh, tell you a little bit more about how you can sign up for that. The next thing I'd like to talk to you all about, and I'm particularly excited, is every single year we have been putting on a huge women's conference. Um, it's been such a joy to have different speakers come in to talk about different topics. Uh, we've grown every year. It's been held at Piedmont Church in Marietta. And so April 18th, we are asking you to save the date, ladies. April 18th of 2020, we are holding our Steadfast Conference at Piedmont Church. Uh, We are going to have some phenomenal speakers there. It's going to be a day-long event, 9 to 5, sponsored by AnyPest, our ministry sponsors. Um, So please save the date, and we will have more details up on the website soon for you so you can register Tickets always go fast. So as soon as they're up, I'll be sure to let you know. You guys will be the first to know. So let's dig into godly perseverance today. What does that mean to have godly perseverance instead of worldly perseverance? You know, I spent the better part of my life um, persevering the worldly way. I am not going to go into uh, detail today, but I'll give you a brief overview Um, I grew up with a pretty rocky road, um, to say I, um, I had a family that loved me, that cared deeply, but because of circumstances, um, I spent some time in and out of foster care, um, both when I was younger and also between 16 and 18. Um, I actually aged out of foster care on the day that I turned, uh, 18 years old. And I going through that type of upbringing, just kind of living that type of life, I started to adopt a lot of worldly patterns. And one of the biggest ones that I can remember, I always say, when you go through a difficult journey, when you grow up in a maybe a difficult um, life, you either end up becoming oftentimes a product of your environment or you end up, in many cases, going to the clear opposite side and becoming so driven and so um, just constantly seeking bigger, better, more, bigger, better, more. And uh, you can easily, easily adopt worldly perseverance if you do that. So that's where my heart is in this, um, growing up that way uh, and then coming to know Jesus Christ and seeing his absolute grace and love and mercy in my life. Uh, My passion is to help you ladies really understand these core um, biblical principles about perseverance. So what is perseverance? It's a foundation. Number one, it is the foundation that we need to live a life that points to Jesus Christ. 
it is closely tied to faith and hope, much more so than people think. It's pretty amazing when you research it. We're going to be talking about that in future episodes. Today, we're going to discuss what it means, though, to cultivate that healthy, godly perseverance. And before I move on, ladies, the way that we do our studies and Ladies Who Love Christ is the way that we are going to do this show here. I would love for you, if you are in a place to pull out your Bibles, to pull out something to take notes, I don't want you to just listen to listen. I want you to listen, to absorb, to learn, and to grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. So if you are in a place where you can get the word, um, please do. And let's turn to Romans 5, 3 through 5. Romans 5, 3 through 5 says, Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings, because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. And that's so, so important to understand that suffering, suffering, something that we so many times try to run from, produces perseverance. And perseverance, the word tells us, produces character. And character produces hope. So as we, as we dive into today's segment together, I really want you to keep Romans 5, 3 through 5 at the forefront of your mind. And we're going to cover some things that I want you to know about perseverance. These aren't things that I've just researched and studied. They're things that I've lived my life learning um, as I've developed intimacy with Jesus, as I've developed my relationship with him. These are things that I've learned, and I really want you to bring to him in prayer because it is absolutely life-changing. Perseverance means to be steadfast under pressure. It means to endure in the face of trials. And if one thing is more certain in our lives, ladies, it is this. We are going to have suffering, and we are going to have trials. We are going to have very high highs, and we are going to have very low lows. You know, I love I always say I love the mountaintop moments in my life. I absolutely adore those. They're fun. They're exciting. But I will tell you that where I've grown, where I've been stretched, where the Lord has just literally met me has been in the lows. It's been in the valleys. It's been in the dark days. It's been in the days where I didn't know if I could go on. But with Jesus Christ, you can always, always, always go on. So perseverance um, no matter what poor choices we've made, no matter our failures, no matter our shortcomings, no matter our sins, uh, these are the very things that Christ will use to point others to him if we surrender our lives to him fully. I honestly believe that on December 28th of 2016, the Lord birthed the vision for this ministry simply for this reason and this reason alone, to teach women how to be fully consecrated to him, how to fully lay it down how to fully surrender, and how to fully press in. To fully uh, be consecrated to Christ, ladies, I want to explain what that means. That means that we give him priority in our lives. It means that each day, each moment, each breath, that our purpose and our focus is Jesus Christ. And attached to that, you're going to see as we discuss godly perseverance, attached to that um, is our ability to endure. It's our ability to press on. It's our ability to grow. So Jesus Christ provides us with tools to run this race well. Through his word, through the gospel, we're going to dive into all these in detail today. 
and through what he did on the cross for you and for me. Okay. He did not leave us ill equipped. You are not ill equipped in this moment right now that you're in, in this trial that you're in, in this suffering that you're in. You are not ill equipped because you have, number one, you have the power of the Holy Spirit working in you, and you have Jesus Christ who paid the ultimate price. He gave us his word, he gave us people, he gave us the church, he gave us so many things. He left us the helper so that we could absolutely persevere during these times. You know, I always tell people, may we never water down the gospel by thinking that we can do anything apart from him. We cannot expect to go through suffering and trial and heartache. We cannot expect to go through that effectively apart from Jesus Christ. It simply cannot be done. Yet, yet, it's the way that the world says you do things. The world says you can go it alone. The world says you can persevere. You can grind. You can just keep going. You don't need anyone. You can do it by yourself. That's not what Jesus teaches us. Life apart from him is not life. Life with him produces the ability for us to persevere in those situations. So perseverance is linked to our relationship with Jesus. May we never water down the gospel by thinking that we can do life apart from Christ. To the Christian, perseverance is linked to our relationship with him. The world says we can go it alone. But we know as a believer in Christ that everything we do is with Christ. Everything we do, every decision we make, the decision to persevere, each and everything we do, we do with Christ. Okay? So we're never to go it alone. Perseverance the worldly way, and this is what I learned, probably the most important thing I learned about um, striving and trying to persevere the worldly way, is that it always leads to burnout. It always leads to burnout. But perseverance with Jesus Christ, sweet lady who loves Christ, is the very pace and breath that we need just at the precise moment that we need it. It is absolutely, he gives us what we need in perfect measure. He gives us what we need just as we need it. Growing up, um, some of the way, the, the experiences and the things that I went through, um, the heartache, the tears, the, the lessons, all of these things, the Lord gave me just what I needed at the precise moment that I needed it. And I think it all boils down to trust. Do you trust him? Do you trust him? Do you trust him enough to spend time with him? Do you trust him enough to open your heart and your life to him? Jesus is never going to call us to do something that he will not equip us to do. In my life, he has always equipped me to do the things that he's called me to do, including perseverance. The call to persevere and to continue in the Christian life is a call that was first and foremost modeled by Jesus Christ. See, Scripture tells us that for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. His entire time on this earth is a picture of, to us of modeling perseverance. So we're going to come back after the break, and we're going to really look and dive deeper into what it means and some applicable ways that we can persevere with Jesus. You know, in, the, in this segment, we've really covered what it means to persevere Uh, in a worldly way and what it means to persevere with Christ. So stay tuned and we're going to dive in after the break. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ladies Who Love Christ. We'll be back with more right after this. 
We're back. This is Ladies Who Love Christ. Here's Ashley Pope Todorova. Hi, ladies. Welcome back. This is Ashley Pope Todorova with Ladies Who Love Christ Ministries. So before the break, we were talking about what it means to cultivate godly perseverance in your life versus worldly perseverance. What does it mean to persevere um, in a godly, God-honoring way? And there are some distinct differences. So perseverance is not running uphill on your own strength and fortitude. It is saying, Lord, I commit my ways to you. You know what I need before I need it. When we take this approach, it crowds out fear. And fear, we replace it with trust. So to persevere with the Lord means that we trust him, that we take him at his word, that what he says to us in scripture is true. I want to ask you, ladies, again, if you are home and in a place where you can really Um, pull out your notebooks and your Bible. I would love to see you take notes. You know, I'm a firm believer that if you listen and you write something, you absorb it a lot better. So if you will, turn to Colossians 1, 11 and 12. Colossians 1, 11 and 12. It says, being strengthened by all power, according to his glorious might, so that you may have great endurance and patience and giving joyful thanks to the Father, who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of his holy people in the kingdom of light. So we're going to unpack that a little bit. The first thing that stood out to me there is that we gain strength by his glorious might, not our own. This develops within us an endurance and a patience to persist. The world says the opposite. Okay, the world says on your own might, you can persevere. On your own strength, you can persevere. Apart from people, apart from God, you can persevere. But the word of God says, by his glorious might, by his strength, okay? That's the first point that I want you to write down. The second point that I want you to write down is that as humans, we try to control our situations. We try to control the outcome. We try to control the variables. We try to manipulate our circumstances. These are ways that we try to Uh, persevere in a worldly way and they all lead to burnout. And I know that because I've lived that I've lived that the better part of my life I've lived um, just trying to do things on my own strength. And I'm so grateful for the precious gift of Jesus Christ who taught me a better way, the only way. So ladies, the first point that I want you to write down is, is from Colossians one is that we gain strength by his glorious might, not on our own, This develops within us an endurance and a patience to persist. And I know this because I've lived this in my life. Only, only through the strength of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit working in our lives can we truly persevere. The second thing is that we have to lay down our tendency to want to control situations, to want to control the outcome, to want to control and manipulate our circumstances. You know, I live the better part of my life persevering the worldly way. And that's all I did, all I did. And I'm so grateful for Jesus Christ and his precious gift and his word that he taught me a better way and a much less exhaustive way. He is, he is our refresher. He is our strength. He is what uh, helps us to endure when we don't think that we can go on. And there's nothing that you can do apart from him. This whole ministry, this Every teaching we do, everything we teach you is simply for you to seek after his heart and to hunger for him, to have an insatiable hunger. 
So scripture also tells us, I love this, to give joyful thanks to the Father. I always say what we focus on is what gets our attention. What we focus on is what gets our attention. When we focus on Christ and his free gift of salvation, when we keep our eyes set on him, when we keep opening the word, when we keep um, plugging into a body of believers, when we spend time in the church, which is so important to Christ, so it should be important to us. When we do these things, ladies, it gives you the ability to persevere because you're not going through it alone. You're not going through it alone. So what exactly is godly perseverance? Godly perseverance is so much different than what the world teaches. Godly perseverance teaches us to focus in on Christ wholeheartedly, sold out. I always say to ladies, I want you to be sold out for Christ. So how do you do this? Grab your pens, grab your notepads. I want you to take some notes. The first thing is you seek his face daily. You don't seek him once a week. You don't seek him just when you need something, just when you have a prayer request, just when you have a need, just when you have a struggle that you're enduring and you're going through, but you seek him every day, every single day. And I teach our ladies at Ladies Who Love Christ to to give him your best and not your leftovers. Don't give him what's left of you. Literally give him the best of you. Spend time seeking him every single day. The second point is that we are to build intimacy with him. We are to build a relationship with him. We are to spend time literally in communication with him in prayer and meditating on his word. See, you can't have a relationship with your spouse without spending time with them, without talking to them, without pursuing them. There's no relationship that will ever happen without those things. Yet somehow I think in our Christian walk, we fall prey to the lie that we can have that without putting in the time and the effort to build that intimacy. And the two work hand in hand. The third point is that we're to lay down what we cannot control. In my life, if I've learned anything, it is that there is so much that we cannot control. But see, we know the author and perfecter of our faith. We know the one who is in control. And he knows how everything that you are walking through right now plays out into the grander scheme of your life and everybody's life that you come in contact with. And that's a powerful thing. So we have to lay down what we cannot control. And the the fourth point is we have to trust him, and we must trust him. As Charles Spurgeon said, God is too good to be unkind, and he's too wise to be mistaken. And when we cannot trace his hand, we must trust his heart. We must trust that when we go through the trials, he's there, he sees you, he cares, he loves you, and he knows you. You know, is that young teenage girl aging out of foster care, unsure of what laid ahead for me. There was so much uncertainty in my life then. I look back and I see a sovereign hand all over my life. Every tear, every abuse, every pain, everything in my heart, I see his hand over each and everything. But you know what's so interesting is it took so many years so many years. If you're in the waiting right now and you're, you're struggling to persevere, Jesus sees you, he cares, and he loves you. So I want to read some scriptures to you today, and I want you to write these down because I want you to literally, if you have to listen to this episode again, I want you to write these scriptures down, open the word, and study them. 
Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 tells us that we are to trust in the Lord with all of our heart and lean not on our own understanding. In all of our ways, submit to him. Not in some of our ways. In all of our ways, submit to him, and he will make our path straight. He is faithful, ladies. If you don't take anything else from this show today, I want you to know that he is a God who can be trusted, that he is faithful and he is good. He is mercy and grace-filled, and he knows exactly where you are in this moment. Ephesians 6, 10, and 11 tells us to put on the full armor of God so that we can stand against the devil's schemes. But how are we going to put the full armor of God on if we are not literally spending time in his word daily, each and every day? I, you know, I said to Alex, my husband and I am fortunate to have a husband who seeks after the heart of of Jesus Christ and the Lord. Every day we talk and we meditate on scriptures together. We start our day out in the word. And one thing that he and I committed to doing was, okay, if we're going to persevere, if we are going to persevere in this walk, if we are going to be effective, um, God honoring vessels for Christ, what in my life can I replace to give myself uh, more of him? Or to, I'm sorry, to give him more of myself. What in my life can I replace? What are we watching? What are we listening to? What are we doing? What are we engaging in that's keeping us from seeking after his heart? You see so many women, and I, I say this lovingly because I've been there. So many women are struggling and they're in the struggle, but yet they're giving the best of themselves to something that produces no eternal value. The breath in our lungs, what we, what we do every single day should be to seek after the heart of Jesus Christ, to build intimacy with him, to draw closer to him. That's how we persevere. So you know what that meant for me? Um, that meant giving up worldly forms of entertainment. It, it meant, you know, if I can spend two or three hours watching a movie, I certainly can spend two or three hours opening the word of God and saying, Lord, help me through this situation. Help me through this struggle. Help me through what I'm going through. Galatians 6, 9 says, tell, uh, tells us not to become weary in doing good for at the proper time. We're going to reap a harvest if we do not give up. I look back at my life and I thank God. I thank him that I didn't give up each and every time that I wanted to give up. There were times where I did not know if I could go one more step. And Jesus Christ showed up each and every time he gives us the ability to persevere. He is a God who can be trusted. He's a God who sees you, who knows you, who loves you, and who cares. But it takes you getting so fervent and so like excited about your walk with him that you lay down what the world says to do and you pick up, truly pick up his word and you give him the best of you. You give him the best of you. So we've really... Um, dived in today to what it means to persevere in a godly way. And I hope that you've been able to uh, take home some things that you can learn and, and grow from. But I want you to go back and, and write those scriptures out, spend time in his word, and spend time in prayer. There's nothing that you will ever do that's more important than seeking intimacy with Jesus. Listen, ladies, as we conclude this uh, show, I want to encourage you to go to ladieswholovechrist.com. We have an amazing brand new website. You can go to the menu and choose the contact us form. 
We um, have the ability to pray for you so you can fill out a prayer form um, and we will pray for you. We will lift you up as you walk out this call on your life. And most of all, know that you are never alone. With Jesus Christ, you are never alone. He sees you and he will walk this walk with you. God bless you, ladies. And thank you so much to our sponsors, Any Pest. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ladies Who Love Christ. For more, go to ladieswholovechrist.com and join us on Facebook, Ladies Who Love Christ Ministries.